rid it did to do and welcome into more important issues it is wednesday june 26th happy birthday brody brody i don't know if you'll get picked you know if you'll be able to watch this well live at least you won't probably thank you for your service by the way thank you for your service so but uh yeah it's our it's our good friend brody's birthday so happy birthday buddy hope it's a good one same birthday as Derek Jeter. didn't know that I nor do i Ooh, my eye is killing me. I am fighting through pain. You good? I am. It's just, whew, it's on fire. I bet it's super red right now. Let me see. So, yeah, it is pretty red. I can, I can feel it, man. Mm. It's, a, it's a burning. But let's get this bad boy going. Before we do, I've got to tell you guys about my friends at my bookie. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice, and usually it's what team to bet on. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell my people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they're the best bet this season. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. For you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. If you join now, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar, but only if you use a promo code ISSUE. That's promo code ISSUE, I-S-S-U-E, to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, and don't forget to use a promo code ISSUE when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. You play, you win, you get paid. Check them out, guys. That was an electric ad read, if I do say so myself. Ooh. And I fought through, like I said, I'm going to get, this is how you earn a um, presidential medal of freedom right here. Bad eye, podcasting anyways. Speaking of electric, Caleb's got his sock game on point. It matches his Dude. shirt and his hat. Doesn't matter. Ooh, blues are a little off. I'm not a big navy. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the gray and then your hat. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I, I am, I'm part of the, uh, if you play golf a lot, and you find yourself spending a lot of money on golf clothes, um, join, what's it called? I'm doing them a free ad. I'm not going to do that. But I do a subscription box, and it's pretty solid. If you guys want to sponsor it, I will gladly. Um, I believe in your company. I like it. You guys know who I'm talking about. It's a <laughs> subscription box. It's you. Just uh, sponsor it, and I will gladly do it. I wear it out on the course. Um, I, I wear them just around. Uh, Does it make you I better get. at golf? Uh, nothing can make me better at golf. <laughs> Okay, that's good. So, um, you're better than me. Do what? You're better than me. Yeah, I am. I, am. <laughs> I, I hate to say this by a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna be mean. You're not very good. Call. I'm not. I'm not good. <laughs> but um, someone just said it sounds like Blackshirt of Florida. Luke Thomas said that. Luke, are you are you joshing me? Are you yanking my chain? I read that on Twitter. I don't know if I believe Blackshirt. What a turn of events. If that's the case, Florida's butt. And he said from the beginning he wants to play for a contender, and Florida is not what I consider a contender. At all. Remember when Grant Williams chomped in the swamp? Or not the swamp, sorry. Let's call it the swamp just for fun, because we yeah. haven't won there in a while. Yeah, that was the closest thing we got. <laughs> um, so we're just going to pretend that's what it is. Um, man, guys, we've got a we've got kind of a short show, so uh, there's, there's but there, or sorry, not a short show, but a short um, uh, outline, I guess, but quite a bit of content packed into that outline that I think will make it a good show. I don't know the length of it. 
we've got a lot of good stuff um even our segments are pretty solid um so i'm super excited to get into it yeah and you can check us out i kind of want to point this out i need to tweet it out probably but you can check us out on youtube on here as well just our live video um on itunes spotify link google play and armchairallamericans.com and i think we're on other stuff I just haven't seen that, but anywhere that you can find a podcast, we're probably on it. So, in the words of Schmidt from New Girl, "Damn, I'm reachable." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are reachable. It's good. I yeah, like that. You can listen to us anywhere, and uh, like Landon said, so definitely check us out. Spotify has become. I used to be like all iTunes, but um, about my podcast, and Spotify has recently become my favorite. I don't know why. I guess because I'm use it all day for music, anyways. So, yeah. um, so I've had to like, go resubscribe. It's easier to. It doesn't download all the episodes of the podcast you follow. Right. So, whereas iTunes, if I want to f- keep up with a podcast, it downloads them all and takes up space. So, Spotify's definitely become my my number one there. Um, Agreed. And we're on Spotify too, so check us out there. I follow yeah. more important issues on Spotify. You should too. Um, so uh, we're getting Win Win Garten Win Garten reported that the announcement should come tonight for Carrie Blackshear, and we'll get into that in a minute. I mean, is he just waiting for more important? Is that he he didn't get us live on Sunday, so he's That's like, true. can't do a Sunday, yeah. and now he's gonna try to catch us while we're live tonight. Is that Definitely. is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay, I figured he was waiting on us. Maybe we should just call him. See if yeah. we can get him. You're the sheer. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can get. We'll see if we can get him. Um, we'll reach out. He doesn't have an agent because he's not a professional, so we'll reach out to him. And uh, we don't have his number. Maybe DM him on Twitter. I don't know. Don't just know, tweet his dms probably, won't open. probably i wouldn't not. open my dms right now anyway. i wouldn't either <laughs> but if you guys want to help us out and tweet at uh carrie blackshear jr and just try to get him on the podcast tonight we'll make it happen if you all can get him to reply we will make it happen even if it's not tennessee we'll still break the news yeah yeah <laughs> we'll cry we'll <laughs> you'll get a live reaction worthy of caleb mitchell when we lost to florida in uh 2017 yeah yeah you'll get that kind of level reaction which is like not, not suitable for work. Like that kind of bad. I'll just hang up on him. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let, let's get into Carrie Blackshear. Okay, right, let's talk about Carrie. the sweepstakes. You want to start with Carrie Blackshear? Yeah. Let's. I uh, mean, we're, we're in it anyway. Let's, we are mixing it up. Okay. Let's just okay. go right into it. Um, Carrie Blackshear is set to make an announcement tonight. That's what's being said on Twitter. I don't know if that's true, but hey, we'll take it. Um, I think everybody's tired of waiting. He's not taking any more official visits. It looks like it was between Tennessee and Virginia Tech, and now Florida's being thrown out there as a dark horse. Um, but Virginia Tech's really doing a good job of, of kind of letting him know kind of where he was at, um, tweeting out videos of him, um, videos of fans, um, and stuff like that. So they're really trying to, to get him to, to come back to Virginia Tech. I feel like if you're going back to Virginia Tech, though, then – I feel like this wouldn't have been a long decision like it was. Right, right. It definitely, I feel like, well, we talked about how that um, that uh, coaching change probably played into it a little bit. So, yeah. yes and no. I feel like if it was the same coach, I would 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buzz Williams, I believe. If, yeah. um, is that his last name? I know it's Buzz. If he was still the coach, I would like 100% say, I mean, I feel like Virginia Tech's out. With the coaching change, I don't know what kind of goes through that head. I, I don't know what you're what you're thinking there, but um, yeah, I, I I like. I feel like as a vault, this is how I feel as a vault fan. Every second that goes by, and it could he was he may have never planned on announcing on Sunday. 
but now after that, every second goes by, I just feel like we're dropping and dropping. Yeah. So I believe Florida a little bit. Yeah, I, I just from what if what he said is true, he wants to play for a contender. I would not say that Florida would be a contender in the SEC next year because um, I mean, you look Kentucky's going to be pretty decent. I feel like Auburn would be decent. LSU will probably be decent. Tennessee. So I feel like it's kind of up for grabs the SEC. But as far as like a national contender, Florida is not up there for grabs. They might be middle of the pack of the SEC. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't disagree. But with if you look at, if you look at what Tennessee lost last year with all that production with Bone, Alexander, Admiral, and Grant, um, and you you have a better Lamonte Turner, a better Jordan Bowden, Josiah James is a five star, and then you have East Ponds is should be better. Now, all those guys should be better that was on the roster last year. And then you add in Kerry Blackshear. I feel like that is contender in the SEC. Yeah. Um, I mean, we should definitely improve a lot. And, um, I mean, I don't know how you can – how you think we don't – we aren't contenders. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's that's basically all we're missing is a big guy. Yeah. I mean, you put him in the mix and our chances – I mean, I think with him, especially anybody in the SEC, their chances of contending in the SEC grow pretty drastically. And then very few teams do their chances either come at all or um, become national chances. And I think our team is one of them. Yeah. So I think definitely we're one of the better fits, uh, especially if, between us and Florida. I, I think we're, we're one of the better fits. And it just seems like Kentucky has real no interest in them. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the interest was there. I don't know if the interest was, it was enough. Yeah, yeah it, I don't know if it was enough. Yeah, to to really want him to mm-hmm. make him want to go there. So, um, yeah. But I, if he does announce, I'm doing the new dance that everybody should be doing. You're doing a new dance. The new dance. What's that? The new dance. All the kids are doing. All the kids are doing. The onion. Which one's that? You've never seen the onion? Is it a Fortnite dance? No, it's not. It's a new uh, dance. It's on Twitter. No, so actually, my dad made it up because of my mom. But my dad made it up. So the kids aren't doing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing it. So I consider myself a kid. How old are you? Twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were playing catchphrase, and it was doing. I think like I don't know what exactly it was the category was, but her thing was the onion. Which is like a mm. fake news outlet. Yeah, the greatest news outlet of all time. Yeah. Um, and so she was trying to get everybody to say the, and she was like, blank, um, cha-cha slide. And everybody's like, what? 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 <laughs> Why is that? She thought weird? it was a dance. Oh, <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. So she thought this was like a dance people were doing. And so my dad, as soon as the buzzer went off, because of course no one got that. Right. Right. <laughs> no one put two and two together that the onion was a dance. So Is my it- dad made it up. And it's, you move your feet, you like chop your feet, and you just cradle. That's the onion. He should see how many high school football players he could get to do that. I'm sure a lot. As like a footwork drill. Yeah, (laughs) this is the new thing i was at a coaching clinic this weekend yeah maybe hold like a medicine ball and then just (laughs) do the onion yeah also 
here's when it becomes popular. So it's never going to be popular while your dad's doing it. So right. your, your dad's got to do it for like six months and commit to it mm-hmm. and make sure kids see it and know it. And then he's got to stop doing it. Yeah. And then the kids will do it. Got that's it. how fad. That's exactly how fads work. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it sucks. And then the hipsters will be like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> exactly. And it'll be a Fortnite dance in no time. Well, I was hoping like the tailgates when we have music and stuff that we could spread it. We could yeah. spread that. I'm going to have to work out. I'm going to have to try to get my footwork down. But yeah, okay. I, I think we can do it. Yeah. I think I, we can do it. I've been I'll doing see. it for a little bit. So I think I can, I can teach you my, like how I do it. And then you just make it your own. We got a guy on here that wants to see you do that. <laughs> he wants to see me actually do the onion. Oh, he said, let's see the dance. Okay. Oh, Bet. oh here we go. Bet. Here, right. You want me to see if we can get some music in here? I don't know if we're technically allowed to, but I guess we could. You can't see the quick feet, though. This is imagine quick feet, just like pitter patter. Just imagine the pitter patter. That's just the onion. To, We're spreading it. It's there. Do with it what you will. Do with it what you will. It was funny. As soon as you did that, Soldier Boy Flows dropped down. Dropped oh. Down the, yeah, he, wants, so. he wants in on the onion. He does. I believe he does. So that was <laughs> quality content right there. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, How did we get here? We're talking about... I guess we were talking about news going to Florida, and that brought up the onion, maybe? I don't know. And now we're we're teaching dance moves. We're creating a culture. We're cre- we're building culture here. Yeah, building culture. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Um, speaking of building culture, God, I'm, the segues are on it. <laughs> um, the segues are on it. Before we get into it, though, we just had why would Kerry go to UT? They lost all their good players. Did we not just explain that, man? Are you late? Are you late to the party? He might have just hopped in. I don't know. But also, I feel like that slightly he might be a florida fan uh he might be a florida fan someone said why is he on this stream um i can't see his at so i don't know but i mean i'm just gonna say this he's a he's a good player he wants playing time he wants points while also being on a team that can can contend look at who we lost look at who we kept the ability to contend is still there especially if you add Kerry blackshear yep so there you go um that I I just told you right there. Um, so or Dalton, I don't know if it's see my screen's crack. I gotta go get. I gotta get to Sprint. Um, he believes Florida just needs a big man to win a national championship. Do you know where you were at last year, Florida? <sighs> Whoa, that's a hot take. Dalton double zero is on a hot take. That is a hot take. That is. But let's. I, I had a great segue, and Dalton interrupted me. God dang it, Dalton. <laughs> building culture. Speaking of building culture. Jeremy Pruitt locking down state lines. Ooh. I believe it's this the um states of Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. There's a, a certain waterway. I can't remember what waterway it is. They argue about who owns the rights to it. Well, all these recruits, we don't have to argue who owns the right to them. It's Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. And we start that off with four star safety out of Nashville, Tennessee from Innsworth High School. Keyshawn Lawrence, um, he committed to Tennessee the other day after his official visit to Miami, comes back, um, announced that he was going to announce on July 4th, and then puts a surprise, peekaboo, here I am. Um, 
And then ha had the video of all of his friends. He had the Miami shirt on. You could see the power key through it. So you were hoping. And he takes that shirt off. And it's it's he said he was staying home, which is great because I think it's throwing shade at two teams. He's from Nashville. There's another Power 5 SEC team in Nashville. But he says he's staying home. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know they're in the SEC, but man. It is so unfair to call Vandy a power five, and they kicked our ass the last few years. Never mind. I can't well, talk trash right now. I can't talk trash right now. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I get you, but that's awesome. He's throwing shade to Vandy. They're blowing a fart their way, whatever you want to call it. And then Miami coming off the official visit, you thought, you thought wrong. Takes the shirt off. He didn't throw it. So it wasn't like the Quay Walker where he threw the Tennessee hat, but I will say it is nice to have Tennessee on the good side of that end. Yeah, 100% agree. I was watching that, and like you said, you could see the power tee the whole time through the shirt. But again, kind of similar to what I said about the Kerry Blackshear thing, deep down in your heart, you kind of know maybe what's coming. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't break our heart. He didn't. So we're fine. Good stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely. And he is the number one, number two player in the state, whatever rankings you go off of. Um, number 63 player in the country, number three safety. Um, he is the highest rated player in this class so far and can be the, the cornerstone of this class. I, I feel like Harrison Bailey has that also, um, but he is just another added talent to this class, um, and he's ready to bring people on. He's already started recruiting. Um, already trying to get other people in the boat. Cause so you got Cooper Mays last or the other day, and then you got Keyshawn Lawrence, and then you added 2021 athlete, three star Elijah Howard. Um, he is he was from Knoxville. Uh, he was at Webb, and now he's transferred to Chattanooga Baylor. Yeah, really curious to see if his rating goes up. Three star kind of surprised me because he got his first offer as an eighth grader. Yeah. Um, and really, I guess it was just because of his speed. But even that alone. I think he's done it kind of on the football field, too, and I'm not saying enough to be a four-star, but you just mentioned the other day that he was rated for the first time after that commit yeah. commitment. And um, I'm kind of curious to see where he goes. You mentioned him not playing in a wing-t offense anymore, yep. um, which he – I think he's a running back, right? Yes. So I guess he was getting a lot of touches. Um, kind of see how he's used in a different system, if it benefits him or not. Um, Chattanooga Baylor, I don't know what they run, but I would – put a lot of money on it's not a wing T offense. <laughs> no. How many uh, of those are left I'm in pretty the pretty sure they run the spread. Okay. I remember a few years ago, I think it was our junior or senior year, Gibbs played Carter in the Jamboree, I believe. And Carter was running a four four defense and Gibbs was running their wing T. We were like thrown were thrown back in the nineteen sixties. Feels weird. That's awful. Yeah, it was uh I remember it was rough to watch. It was hard to watch. So right now, Tennessee is the number 23 ranked class uh, for the 2020 class. And I, I think it's I think we're starting to pick up steam with recruiting. Um, we missed out on some guys early. We have now made up ground. Um, if you look kind of at how many, like the top-rated teams, Clemson has 18 commits, Alabama has 20, LSU has 20, Georgia 14. Miami has 19 at 8. Um, so we're sitting at 23 with only 11 commits. I, I feel like we have a lot of room to grow. We have a lot of guys 
highly rated at uh, prospects that we are um, in the running for. So I feel like that goes up a lot. I feel like you could see this class in the top 15, maybe even in the top 10, if you're able to add the guys that you're um, in right now. But I think we got a question too. So yeah, we got we, something to add. Go ahead. We definitely saw a lot of room to work in the 2020 class. Um, and we talked about how, which someone mentioned the other day about weren't we really bummed about recruiting just a few weeks ago? And yeah, we were, but Pruitt did a good job of picking up steam those last few weeks. And um, a mix of getting really, really good players and getting in-state players, some of those being the really, really good players, some of those being in-state players that, you know, maybe not the best, but at least, you know, they may be able to benefit you, and you're and you're keeping them. Which one of those was 2021 Elijah Howard? I'm speaking of just a three star, but like I said, lightning speed that you can't coach, and yeah. um, which is really encouraging. And I think if he does have a quality year at Baylor, four star is in his future. I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it will get there. I just I'm not super confident in that, but he will be playing in a new system, and I think it could happen. Yeah. So absolutely. Um. So we got some questions regarding recruiting. Um, so TWA, um, add TWA in a lot of numbers. Um, he's a frequent question asker. I like that guy. Um, so he said, so I've noticed that some of the teams in the recruiting rankings have almost reached their quote for recruits, some top programs. How does this affect where some recruits commit because their first, second choice might be filled already? Do you see this benefiting Tennessee in some way? I think it absolutely benefits Tennessee. Um, and I can think of one guy off the top of my head. That's B.J. Ojolari, um at Marietta, Georgia. Or, yeah, at Marietta High School in Marietta, Georgia. Teammate of Harrison Bailey and Eric Gilbert. I think his first kind of two choices were probably Alabama and Georgia. But I, I think he's trying to wait, wait and see to see if they can take him or not. But if not, I feel like Tennessee's right there. He really likes Tennessee staff. And um, has that connection with Ramel Keaton and Harrison Bailey as well. Yeah, you talked about the one of the questions was, does it help Tennessee in some ways? Yes, it, in some ways it does. Um, in other ways, I don't think it matters. Teams like Alabama, every every year around signing day, there's always a question: How can Alabama sign 25 and have 28 commits or whatever? You know, whatever the number is, that number hmm. 25 is a magic number. That's where you got to come in at or below. Alabama's always able to sign 25, and it seems like they've got blue shirts, gray shirts, whatever shirts coming in behind them. Yep. They're able to do this because there's plenty of juniors leaving to go to the NFL draft, transfers, injuries, whatever. They make space. Yep. But, you know, still these kids want to know about where they're signing. They're worried about playing time. Um. Yeah, they're, you know, so it does help Tennessee in some ways. And I don't think it's a huge, you know, I don't think Jeremy Pruitt's able to go out and recruit against that. Oh, they've already signed 20 guys. Like, I don't, I don't think it deters players enough to recruit against it. Yeah. But any kid that looks in and, you know, Alabama's signing two, three running backs a year. <laughs> Big if time I'm, yeah, running backs. Exactly. If I'm a four star running back and, I, you know, I know I can start at another school immediately or have a chance to start. Yeah, it does help us in some ways. Yeah. And I feel like this, the transfer portal is kind of out there to, to help that mm-hmm. later on. But I feel like this, 
transfer portal is almost too good to be true. I feel like at some point you got to crack down on this a little bit because it's madness. It's chaos. Um, so I think they're are announced today that transfers are going to be cracked down. Not necessarily transfer portal, but transfers as far as, you know, getting, getting eligible. Waivers. Yeah, getting yeah. eligible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that probably helps that a little bit too. But, but of course it comes after Tate Martell and Justin Fields are eligible immediately for God knows why. Yeah. So who's got the most money? Yeah, exactly. Um, so we had another question. Um, I don't remember who it's from. Oh, it's Grant at Willie G fourteen ninety two. He said, "Who do you think is going to fall for us next?" Um, if I had to guess, fall and for this us? is just, I guess like a like who's going to commit next? Okay. Um, if I had to guess, and this I don't have any ties or know anything probably. Um, I like to think I know something, but I would say Tyler Barron just because he has that relationship with Cooper Mays at Catholic and he has a good relationship with Keyshawn Lawrence. He's on campus a lot. Um, so I feel like that's the, probably the next one that will probably commit to Tennessee. If he wants to make a decision this early, that would be my guess. If he wants to hold it out, then maybe somebody else, maybe Jay Hardy. Gotcha. Or somebody else. Gotcha. Oh, we also had another question involving oh, people loading us in. Yeah, people love recruiting. Um, so, Big Baloo, at Seth Baloo. said, serious question. What is the highest ranked long snapper of all time? Has there ever been a five-star? No, I imagine it's like kickers and punters. It tops out at three. <laughs> yeah, the, so the three-star is as high as it will go. Um, but I did do some research. And the highest rated guy was in 2011. He was the number 1,506 player overall. And that's Nathan Theus. And he went to Georgia. How'd he pan and, out? Huh? How'd he pan out? Is he in the NFL? He went to the Broncos. I don't think okay. he's still there anymore. Um, I tried to look him up and didn't so they, really see him, him, him on the depth chart. Had but, him scouted pretty correctly. Yeah. So, he, he was only a two-star based on his – Rating, but he was the highest rated overall player. That's long snapper. Snapper. And that, that was the first year they started um, recording long snapper ratings. What's the uh, Tennessee three or Tennessee is a three star coming in from? Uh, Will Albright is a two star, I think. Coming in from Greenville. Yeah. And he's, I think he's the number three overall long snapper in this class. Okay. There you go. Those rate those high rated highly rated long snappers, those are the only ones Tennessee wants. Right. That's it. Um, speaking of what Tennessee wants, we're gonna predict some uh most valuable players for the Vols this fall, both on offense and defense. Um, I kinda went about this differently. Um, not differently, I guess. But I like I stand behind this statement. I feel like Peyton Manning, I can't remember what year, should have won the MVP the year he was out. Because mm-hmm. the Broncos went from thirteen and three, twelve and four, whatever it was, to sixteen and or fifteen and one, fourteen and two, whatever. Yeah, complete flip when Peyton Manning was out. MVP in my book. There you go. So I kind of went about it a little bit differently, but um, you gonna start on offense? Yeah, that's fine. So I believe there's players that are gonna be good, and I think Jim Chamey's gonna find ways to get the ball in their hands. We've talked about. If Garantano has time in the pocket, that offensive line's good. I think we think he'll be all right. 
and he'll he won't necessarily win games for you, but he won't lose games for you either. Um, if you get the ball in Callaway's hands, he's gonna do stuff for you, but you got he he can't create plays on his own. Um, a guy I want to see step up, and really one of the reasons is to provide room for another guy to work. I want to see Tim Jordan step up. He had several good games last year. Okay. If he can step up and run the ball really, I don't think he's going to do much catching out of the backfield um, on the edge. But if he can run the ball really well, provide some relief for Ty Chandler, who can catch the ball out of the backfield, who can run on the edge and has that big playability, I think it helps our offense tremendously and it makes us uh, leaps and bounds better. He was good at plenty of games last year. Yeah. Can he replicate that and do it for 10, 12 games this year? Yeah. So 13 maybe. Bowl game, 14, SEC game? <laughs> yeah. So I went on the other side of that. I okay. went – so we're basically the, the tandem right here. Okay. I, I went Ty Chandler. Um, I think he is our best playmaker. Like you said, he has that home run ability. He can get on the edge. He can catch the ball, catch screens. Um, he can be in the slot. He can. He's proved that he can run between the tackles. He, he's got power. Um, he's got speed. And I think – you know, with that, you can use him in so many different ways, like you said, with Jim Chaney. Um, so, I think Ty Chandler, he had 630 yards, four touchdowns last year. Um, so, I feel like that should improve. I want Tennessee to get a 1,000-yard rusher. Yes, that would be very nice. We haven't had that in, since, I guess, Jalen Hurd, right? Is that correct? Probably. I, I can't tell you 100% off, off the top of my head, but yeah, I would say. I mean, that's, that's what I would guess, but. Yeah, I feel like Tennessee, especially with their offensive line, I feel like it's going to be improved this year, no matter who's out there. I feel like they have to get at least somewhat better. It can't get worse. <laughs> right. It cannot get worse. Um, so, I mean, even even with struggles on your offensive line, you have a guy in Ty Chandler that can, you know, make plays with his legs. And so, that, that's why he's my MVP. There we go. We got the duo. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully they do have this year. Um, flipping the side of defense, I kind of went different than I did on offense. Um, I've got Daryl Taylor. Okay. The guy who's said to be the leader this spring. Um, a guy who in 2017 had a few good games. 2018 wasn't quite what we expected um, as far as we expected him to improve quite a bit under Pruitt. Um, but he's got the size, said to have the leadership ability, and we talked about it last week when, or excuse me, Sunday when we previewed the defensive line, that's a big, big spot on this team. I've got him as the MVP, or he's going to be the most valuable player. I think a lot of what the defense is able to do will depend on him, and that's why I've got him listed as the most valuable player. Okay. So I have um, Daniel Batuli. Uh, He's led Tennessee in tackles his last two years as a sophomore and junior. Um he had 79 tackles last year, seven tackles for loss, and one sack. I feel like he's the quarterback of that defense. He can make up um, and, and maybe hide some defensive question marks that we might have. Um, and he can also get pressure and, you know, even hide any mistakes made on the defensive side or the defensive backfield. Okay. I'm going to go with DB. Oh, DB. Oh, gosh. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough – Tough initial, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a tough one to to fill those shoes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, look at your eyes still bothering me, huh, dude? Kill me! I just took my contact out. So <laughs> I'm just 
just I'm done with that contact. That's the second right contact I've gone through in like two weeks. Dang. And it is on fire right now. I'm going to jump out of here in a minute and get some water on it. Mm. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, before I do that, though, my boy Tony V. Yeah. He uh, talked everything baseball, really, but I guess they t- probably had it. They're announcing his contract extension, I assume. I don't know why they had that conference. So, I mean, they, they just talked to – they just had him address the media um, after the season. Um, and first of all, I could listen to Tony Vitello talk all day long. I just like his it's, voice. You could say I have a slight man crush on well, him. He's entertaining, and he's talking baseball all the time. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think we hired the guy who understands what it takes to build a program. Um, and he talked about recruiting, um, you know, building from the inside out with um, facility upgrades, just just competing in all as- all facets of baseball with other programs in the SEC. He's super competitive. Um, and I feel like he never really talks about himself. Caleb is going to fix his eye. <laughs> his eye is on fire. Um, so, you know, he's always saying his staff, his players, or he's not saying that, actually. He's saying our staff, our players, our assistants uh, being taken care of, you know, that's that's a different talk for a different day on, you know, paying that extra assistant coach. But, you know, he, he's just a, a solid guy all around. Um, and I think Phil, he even talked about how they kind of knew that he was going to have that extension um, in the middle of the season. You know, they were looking toward that. And he basically put it off until the end of the season. We're not going to talk about it. Um, we'll have that taken care of after the season, but – you know, for now, he is, you know, on the field to, to take care of and, and get this team where they need to be. And that was in Hoover in the NCAA tournament. And, um, you know, just get it fixed. Uh, I wouldn't say fixed, but it's it's feeling better. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, and he, he also got asked about Kumar Rocker, who – What a stupid question. Yeah. For I those of y'all who don't though. know who Kumar Rocker is, he's a pitcher at Florida, and he's a son of Vanderbilt. Trace – or, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah. Both terrible, smelly programs. Pitch, he's a pitcher at Vanderbilt. Um, pitched last night in the College World Series, um, won that game. And he's the son of Tracy Rocker, which is a um, coach at Tennessee right now on the football field. So he was asked about uh, if he got the chance to recruit Kamar Rocker, and he basically just said no. He was already committed in, in – to Vanderbilt before he got the job and before his dad got the job at Tennessee. So, you know, he's already locked into that commitment. So there's really, there's kind of too yet. Right. Right. I don't know what all you talked about with Tony Vitello. Did you, I don't know if we've talked about how much money he'll make. He's make, he's making now. He's making over like 650 K. So 580 in 2020. And then I think by the end of it, it gets to 650. Okay. So it runs out in 2024 is that deal. Um, another thing that was really cool. I don't know what all you talked about. I tried to listen, but I couldn't. What I, another thing I liked about in the um uh, press conference was he talked. He's he's been harping on building culture here, mm-hmm. a winning culture, and um, selling the vision to recruits. And he talked about this past season how it's it's really not about selling the vision anymore. There's no vision like it, you can see the body of work they're doing. Um, so it's not like oh here's what we're trying to do. It's like here's what we here's where we started 
here's what we've done. Um, so him and his assistants are working their tails off to get yeah. recruits in here, and it, it's working. Yeah. So. And he, he's always the, the first to um, to take the blame, and yeah. I really like that about him. And, you know, he, he's just a – is somebody mowing out there? Is it your yard? I thought it was yours. Maybe it is your yard. Um, yeah, I definitely think we got the right guy for the job. Um, super excited to, to have Tony Vitello, hopefully for four more years. He signed that extension, so hopefully we're able to keep him at least four more years. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And facility upgrades, too. Again, I don't know if you mentioned those. We don't know exactly what those are. All <laughs> he mentioned was they're pain in the batting cages. Yeah. And so hopefully I, there's some big ones coming. I think they're kind of dressing up the um, – <clears throat> Ooh, we got – Yeah, we're kind of dressing up the locker room for the players. But did you, speaking of recruiting, did you see, um, there's an interview with Court Williams, who is a a four-star prospect that took an official visit last week. But he mentioned in an interview with VolQuest, Jeremy Pruitt's recruiting pitch. And it's pretty ballsy. I did not see that. He said that um, in a few years, the Vols will be able to beat anybody and compete for a national championship. Career believes, man. I mean, that's, that's the first step. That's bold. Yeah. That is super bold. Absolutely. Um, you ready to hop into the segments? Yeah, let's get it. You want to tell us about our friends over at SeatGeek before we do that? I do. I do need to tell you about our good friends at SeatGeek because they are good friends. Um, so, yeah, let, I mean, let SeatGeek take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal let SeatGeek do the work for you their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game concert or show and rates them on a scale of zero to ten to let you know you're getting the best bang for your buck a green dot great deal yellow dot good deal red dot not so good deal use promo code acaa at checkout to receive twenty dollars off your first purchase that's two free beers at the stadium on them what are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. You go check them out. Can't wait to use them this year so I can actually save money on beer Yeah, <laughs> in the stadium. Um, also, one of my favorite bands is coming to Thompson Bowling Arena. And I can't. I was like, oh, that sucks. I can't even drink at the concert. But I can now. Ooh. So that's, that's, inc- that's possibly. awesome. Possibly. I don't possibly i should say that yeah i imagine if it's the avid brothers i imagine if they're coming that they've been told it's happening so oh did they just announce they're coming yeah last week i believe oh okay so, yeah that's, that's a good sign yeah tickets gone sell friday so cool. that's that's really exciting for sure um jumbotron our jumbotron today is best places slash times to nap or yeah. combination of both okay so i'm gonna go with a i guess a time my first one and it's a day drinking nap you Mm -hmm. either went to brunch had some mimosas went to you know tennessee at a noon basketball game that was over by two you go home you don't have anything to do on a saturday take a nice nap don't wake up till dinner whatever i don't care what you do with it yeah it's an awesome nap you've been drinking you but yeah you have nothing else to do it's it's the best nap in the world i think okay i'm gonna go with after you eat Mexican or Japanese food, you got a full belly, 
You go into your own bed. Okay. The cold side of the pillow, of course. <laughs> um, you know that I feel like that is one of the best naps you can have when you have a full belly. You're already yeah. tired. No, after meal naps are the best, and you're worth it. Or not the mm-hmm. best. God just said what the best was, but they're good. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like Mexican and, and Japanese kind of fills you up. Yeah, they do. They do definitely. Um, my next one is a water side nap, I guess. So like on the lake, the beach, the pool, whatever. Sitting by one of those, in, probably in a chair, um, with sunglasses on. You sweat during it. I don't know what that adds. If that adds to it, what it adds to it. But man, it's mm. an awesome nap. Caleb likes to get sweaty. I do. I love getting sweaty. <laughs> Remember that one time I fell asleep on the pontoon boat and like I woke up and was like I was so sweaty I was like stuck to it. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, it sounds I was like oh god. You're like plying yourself off of. Yeah. Um. So my next one would be on a beach under an umbrella. Yeah. Some soft music, soft probably country music. That is the big thing about a water nap. I need to mention. You need to be in the shade. It's still going to be hot, but you need yeah. to be in the shade. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you need burn. a. There needs to be shade available. Yeah. Otherwise, you burn, and it's yeah. tough. Especially you. Yeah. Especially me. <laughs> Caleb, we always remember to bring extra sunscreen because Caleb never forgets sun or never remembers sunscreen. That's not true. I remember sunscreen all the time. I just forget it sometimes. <laughs> Usually, when we're on the boat, you forget. I forgot it one time. No. Yes. I feel like you're always using my sunscreen. No. Maybe he's just using my sunscreen because he doesn't want to use his own. That's probably it. I've got to save mine. <laughs> I've got to save mine. Um, my next one is Sunday golf nap. Okay. Get home from church, lunch, whatever. Turn on whatever golf tournament's on. Take a nap. They're awesome. Okay. Sunday golf naps are good. You just you get that nice, soft golf voice. And here we are. Um, he's, he's got about 160 yards into the green. See if he can put it on the back edge and sprint it and bring it back towards the hole. If he does that here, he's got a really good chance for birdie. I'm about to go to sleep. Just See, listen. exactly. It's a it's perfect. And huh. then the crowd, even when it gets, unless you're at like the FedEx, even the crowd's like, <laughs> it's awesome. And then the FedEx, you wake up because someone hits a, a really good shot. It's like, Aah! yeah, and everybody's doing the onion. It's all, everybody's doing the onion. <laughs> it's awesome. Um. So my next one is on the couch after a noon game watching probably some mediocre Big Ten teams play football. And the only reason you're taking a nap is because you're getting ready to go out to cool beans later. Exactly. you got to rest up. Yeah. Celebrate the win. Or or it, it's usually a win on a noon game, but it's a very, very boring win. Oh, you yeah. don't feel any better about it. No, <laughs> no not at all. You're like, well... We didn't lose. We, did, we didn't <laughs> lose today. That's the that's encouraging. So yeah, yeah. The, that that's a good nap. The the pre cool beans nap is a good nap. I remember that. I don't remember what game it was, but we went to Chad's after. Everyone was so tired after we just went home. Yeah. <laughs> no, we went to Sonic. I, I went to Sonic. You did go to Sonic. I went to Sonic. Yeah. So but yeah, that was one of the best naps I've ever had. His couch is very comfortable. This couch is very comfortable. Shout out to Chad. Shout out Chad Chad Bod. Yeah, Chaz. I call him Chaz. <laughs> if um, your name is Chad, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna call you Chaz. Chadalack is he when I gave him the Chadalack nickname, he loved it. <laughs> oh, I bet. He loved it. He loved Stupidity it. is an epidemic. Oh, I've got 
think I've just got one, but it's a doozy. Mm. So I'm sure y'all been keeping up with the uh, how the NBA has is no longer using the term owner because it's offensive. I'm not. Listen, there are some things that shouldn't be done or said. Using the word owner for someone who owns something is not offensive. Just because someone at some point owned slaves. I'm a homeowner. No, you're a home governor now, according to the NBA. Okay. But Draymond Green also put in his Twitter bio that day, owner of performance-inspired nutrition. Oh. And he's one of the ones who said he found the word owner racially insensitive. You know what it is? You all are too stupid to understand what the person who owns the team owns. He doesn't own the players. He owns the rights to sign those players to a team. Yeah. But the, the player can go play in Europe. He can go play in Australia. Hey, Australia Basketball League is on the come up. Well, for another team. Well, he'd have to. If they to, own the rights to the contract. go to would, another owner. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> what, I, what I was saying is he had the option to go somewhere. But that owner owns the rights to his contract. He would have traded away yeah, that right to the contract. But you don't have to play NBA basketball. You don't. I really believe this. And I feel like I'm sounding like Clay Travis. And that pisses me off that you all are making me sound like Clay Travis. But a lot of the slaves would be absolutely pissed off nowadays with what you all are just crying about. You're yeah. making how many a year, Draymond Green? And you're worried about how what you call your boss? I've worked for small businesses. I've worked alongside black people who work for those small businesses. Do you go up and call? I don't know who owns who owns the Warriors. I don't know any owners in the NBA because I don't care. Do you walk up and you're like, "Hey there, Mister. Hey there, owner, sir. <laughs> like how? Like why is that offensive? Yeah. He's your boss. I don't get it either. I don't. I don't know why a governor would make it better. Like that doesn't make a governor of what? Governor? I don't know. I, I he wasn't voted in. <laughs> I I just don't. If you buy something, you own it. They bought that team. They own it. Yeah, I I don't. I don't know. It's a it is a mind boggling. Yeah, people are people are a little sensitive. A little. Yeah, I I mean I understand some. There are some things that should not be said. There are something, and, and I you know. It gets back to a couple years ago, I believe it was at uh, Yale, I believe, where uh, the, the professor asked the question, like, who gets to choose what's offensive? And the person was like, I do. And he's like, well, then everything could be offensive. And it's true. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's definitely a tough line to walk. But my God, no one in the United States legally, no one in the NBA legally owns a person. Yeah. And to think that is insane. Yep. And for Draymond Green to use, I don't know, to say that he finds it racially insensitive using the term owner. Walk away from the dang team. Walk away from the millions of dollars if you firmly believe that. How about you just get another technical? Because that's literally all you do anyway. Go, go work for another, go work for, in another industry. I'm sure there's no owners there. Yeah, you're you're the fourth best player on that owner's team right now anyway. So. <laughs> Absurd. My... Stupidities and epidemic is Court Williams. Um, he had his official visit with Tennessee, and then his tweet was, "The Rocky Mountains is a special place." 
thank you to the University of Tennessee coaching staff and community for hosting my family and I on a great official visit. He called it the Rocky Mountains. The Rocky Mountains. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I mean, he corrected it after, but it was hilarious. That's tough. I get it, Rocky Top. Yeah, that's... that's it's confusing. I get it. It's a tough one. But you got to know. It's a tough one. Before you tweet it, you got to know. Oh, for sure. For sure. You got any more? I don't have any more. I have one. Okay. And it, it's not about sports, so I apologize. But it's about something a lot of women and some men care about. And that's the, the Bachelorette. So, Jed Wyatt. Um had a girlfriend while he was on the show and just went on the show to start his or to help his music career. So he's been acting like he's in love with this girl, but apparently he had a girlfriend the whole time. This is ex-girlfriend, I guess. I think that's smart. I'm not hating. Okay. And then he told the girl apparently that he was, he'd come back to her when he was done with the show. Like he had to break up with her to get on the show. So I'll come back to you. Yeah, it's but apparently he's in like the final three. I hate the Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's the dumbest. I oh, never. Yeah, I don't. Stupid. I don't understand reality TV at all. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't see how guys can just sit there and a girl that you're apparently in love with sits there and like makes out with. It's very strange. Other guys, it's a strange concept. You're okay with that, and can. I don't know. It's just the whole that whole thing is a very strange. It's a popularity contest. It's exactly what it is. Oh, for sure, for sure. And usually they'd never work out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very very strange. Guys, thank you all for listening. Um, We hope you one more. Oh, you have one more. Landon's all on this. Matt Jones, the Matt Jones, Kentucky guy. Yeah. He says, "Miami Heat fans, you are going to like Tyler Hero. Trust me. No way that kid fails." This man calls himself a bucket. No way he fails. No way. Yeah, okay. there's no way. I'll take that bet, Matt. I will too. Yeah, because there's no way you should have been picked higher than Adam Schofield or Grant Williams. No, I'll take that bet for sure. I'm on it. Yeah. Stupid. Don't ever call yourself a walking bucket. Ever. Anybody in the world. Don't ever do it. Yep. Guys, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We will be back Sunday. It's. It, What's July 4th is a Thursday this week, right? Or this year? Yeah. Sweet. So we maybe Wednesday show to be determined, I guess. But we'll definitely be here Sunday. Um, so we'll see you then. Uh, enjoy your guys' weekend. We're doing the onion. And we're bringing the boat in. And we out.